Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. State of the Suns, driven by Sonic Drive-In. Mmm, Sonic. Prince and Gambo take you inside the Suns front office and talk with a key decision maker. Our weekly visit with James Jones every Wednesday at 3.30 here on the Burns and Gambo Show. We're actually uh, inside, well, not James's house, but you know his arena. We're here doing James's the show. James's house. Like, we're not James's house. Nice. It feels like James's house, but we're here at James's he house. He probably right feels now. it's his house, too, as much as he's here. He probably does. We're at Footprint Center for tonight's Suns Warriors game. Joining us right now on the phone, the general manager of the Suns, James Jones. How you doing, James? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me again. All right, what was the best concert? We, we, we both went to Elton John the other day. What was the best concert you've ever been to in your life? Uh, that's a tough one. I mean, I had a really good uh, Black Keys concert here in Phoenix. I thought that was they're, unbelievable. They're so um, good. They're so good. Uh, I would have to say Black Keys, my Black Keys okay, concert any, here. Any of, the, any of the old school guys, anything from 60s, 70s, 80s that you went to see that you loved? Nah, man, I was born in 80, so I didn't see it. <laughs> I mean, I did see the Eagles when they came here. Okay, there you, you go. Those guys, those guys are phenomenal. I mean, they're still kicking it like like it's 1975. They're coming back, man. They're coming back again, the Eagles. They are, 2023. So, yeah. Foreigners having their last uh, tour, too. Foreigners. So Black Keys and the Eagles. And the Eagles. Okay, okay. Because okay. we saw Elton John the other day. It was unbelievable. It was so good. Not to yeah, get Yeah, I missed that one. Not, not together. I, I went with my wife. Down. I went with my wife. He went with his wife. But yeah, it was incredible. Um, without Cam Johnson, without Chris Paul, and with no trade of Jay yet, you get a chance to see, you know, some players. And I know you're big on that. I know you're big on your roster and how you build your roster. And you got it. We had Dwayne Washington on the show yesterday. Great, just a great kid. Twenty-one points, knocked down five three-pointers in that game. What did you learn about Dwayne Washington in that Miami game that may be able to help you going forward? I mean, well, you know, the one thing that Dwayne embodies that we need more of is fearlessness. Um, you know, he's he he works his tail off, um, but he's not afraid of the moment. And he's been he's been playing against really good players for a long time, and he believes he belongs. And he knows that uh, that you know, in our system, um, if you 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 get opportunities, you make the most of them. Um, you can help the team. So it's it's been good to just see him on the perimeter, be able to give us some scoring, uh, give us a scoring punch, especially with Landry down. Uh, because you know we're gonna have to lean on on our guys on the perimeter to make up for Chris and Landry's absence. Let, let's talk about that. We, we we thought Chris might make it back for one of those two games on that the last two games of that trip didn't happen. What's the update for Chris and Landry for tonight's game against Golden State? I mean, they're day to day, but I, I would envision most of the, those guys probably not playing. Um, I have to check, check with our medical staff to see what the updates are, but. You know, they're working through it. Um, for Chris, we just we're going to be cautious um, because we're thinking long term, uh, just making sure that you know when he's he's with us, he's able to play at a high level and continue to build um, build with this group. Um, we're 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 banged up a little bit right now, uh, but you know when when we get him back, we want him back whole. So unlikely that either one of those guys plays tonight is probably the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Uh, the other game, the game the other night, I meant to say against Miami. What did you want to see more out of Da and Mikel in the fourth quarter of that game? Is that kind of what you guys are shooting for by design when it comes to getting other guys who can be offensive threats for you late in these games? And did that leave you wanting a little more, James? Always want. We always want to see those guys 
be able to do more in the fourth quarter. Like, we know what's coming, right? Ultimately, when we get to the playoffs, teams are going to try to take Devin and Chris away. And any guy that's on the floor in the fourth quarter, especially our guys, that what I call our core guys that are going to play a lot of minutes, we need them to take those opportunities. And we need them to be successful. Um, but we also need them to fail. And, you know, that's the only way we can get better is, is them challenging themselves to, to make the most of those opportunities. And so by design um, and just by construction, like those are our guys, they're going to be in those moments, and, and we expect them to continue to, 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 to come through. Not it, not that it's all on him because he's obviously such a great member of your organization. But I think back to the end of that game, Mikel passed up a wide, wide, wide open three wide to open. get the ball to Devin. And, and I know Devin's your closer. Is that a shot that Mikel needs to be encouraged to let fly in a moment like that, even though Devin is the quote unquote closer in that moment? Always, um, you know, it's just time and score. There, there are a bunch of different ways you can look at it. Mikel uh, makes big shots for us. And he works his tail off, um, and he's earned the right to make those plays and, and to take those take those shots and be in those moments. And if he fails, you know, like I said, it's, it's conditioning for the postseason because uh, those opportunities are going to come, and teams are going to try to take our guys away. So I, I would, and I know Coach, the team we've all talked about it. He'd be the first to tell you um, that's an opportunity for him to to make a play, and uh, the next time he won't turn it down. He had the incredible game against Minnesota. He was just—he was the best player on the court against the T Wolves. And the big question is: is that it's got to be so hard to be able to do that consistently? Like, okay, I'm consistently going to give you twenty to twenty-five points every night, and sometimes give you thirty. Why is that? Why is it so difficult for a guy that's not a star player like a Devin Booker to 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 be consistent when you do see them on occasion have these great, incredible games? Well, you're, you're talking about two different types of players. Um, you're talking about, you know, Devin, who's offensively one of the most gifted players, and, and he's an offensive-minded player. And, and that's the side of the ball where he, he, he started and where he excels. Um, that's not knocking him as a defender, uh, but he's an exceptional offensive player. Uh, Mikel is, is in the mold of those guys that you're asking to do a lot on both sides of the ball. So you're asking them to guard the other team's best player. You're asking them to play 41 minutes. Give everything you can to guard, you know, a Dame Lillard, a Steph Curry, but then come back on the other end offensively and and, and give you 25 points. So it's 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 a challenge. It's not impossible, uh, but it's it's extremely difficult. And and typically guys grow into that uh, because it's a mental and a physical conditioning that you have level that you have to reach. And and very few players are, are born or brought into this league. Um, that way, even the great ones, they all develop that over time. Uh, the thing with being born and developing is a big thing. We, we talk about this all the time. With my boxing background, I'm big on, look, you're either born being an aggressive person or, or you're not. And with DeAndre, like you look at that game the other night against Miami, Bam Adebayo got to the free throw line a lot. He got he had, he had got two free throws, then he had a, a three-point play, then a three-point play, and then two free throws. He kept being aggressive and getting there. I think that that's something you're born with. I think it's very hard. If you're not a, an overly aggressive person, I think it's hard to become one. So with that being said, DeAndre Ayton, the inability to get to the free throw line being a center, how much at times does that hurt you? I mean, well, it it, it hurts. It hurts if, you know, if, if you can't, like, it, it hurts a lot uh, if, you, if that's your game, right? If your team relies on you having a guy in the middle, drawing fouls, drawing contact to push you to the penalty, um, it, it hurts you. Um, 
But, you know, for us, I think across the board, uh, we're a team that traditionally doesn't draw a lot of fouls because we're a team that, that plays in flow. And, and you have to pick your spots. But we, we also don't want, um, and, and this is a message for all of our guys, we don't want to turn it into a free-throw-seeking contest where all we do is we gauge, like, how effective we can be by how many free-throws we can draw, how much contact we can get. Uh, because now you put it, one, in the referee's hands, and as we've seen, um, it's it's uneven sometimes. And so if that becomes your game, you become subject to trying to do something or, or manage a game that's out of your control. So you just have to strike a balance. But, you know, the, the, there's really no right answer to how many free throws you should draw and whether or not you should be a free throw team. Um, each player has a different profile and, and they're successful different ways. So, but what's your feeling like you get to the end of that game and, and they're able to, you know, Payne gets the ball, the book, he gets fouled, but you're not in a bonus. So you're not in a bonus, so then you've got to run the play. Um, and then, you know, DA grabs the rebound, gets it to McHale, gets it to book, he gets blocked by Butler, goes up, misses again, but not being in the bonus. Is that, is that an issue for you? Do you feel like if you're a little bit more aggressive, you want to be in the bonus at the end of the game? Of course you want to be in the bonus, but, you know, like like I said, I think we shot four free throws against a very aggressive defensive team. And, like, just in the course of the game, the way they guard, to get four free throws would tell me, like, I, I, I think that you could probably try to be more aggressive so that you can, like, really force the issue. But in the flow of the game, you're not getting those calls. And so it still comes back down to us. How do we play? How do we execute? I think if you look away from the free throws and whether or not the free throws got you in the bonus of possessions. Uh, we had maybe four or five minutes where we were about 13. We had some stretches to make plays. We turned it over, you know. So, like, we can be better in those moments. But, of course, you always want more free throws. You want more threes. You want all those things. Yeah, and then, uh, last question on this, and, and then we'll let you go for the day, James. And I, I, when it comes to DeAndre specifically in the style of basketball you're trying to build here and have built here, eventually would you like him to evolve into a player that does seek at least a little more contact than he does right now? Is that something you'll hope his game will evolve to at some point and some point soon? I mean, I will always encourage it. Um, like I said, it, it's, it's always a, a, a topic of discussion. It's always like you want more of all those things. You know, you want more off the dribble creativity. You want more range from shooting. You want more free throws. Um, and that's, that hasn't changed. He knows that. Um, eventually, over time, we hope that we can lead in all those categories. But until then, we have to really make sure that we find a way to be effective until we get to where we want to be. James, thank you for the time as always. We appreciate the candid conversation. We'll talk to you next week. Good luck to the organization tonight. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, James. James Jones joining us here on the Arizona Sportsline Suns Warriors tonight, 8 o'clock tip time here on Arizona Sports.